I've got some new heroes, and it might just surprise you. I've become a big fan of the support staff in place behind the celebrities and athletes that I look up to. Somebody's got to tend to the house and watch the kids while those superstars are getting up at 5 a.m. and staying on the field, soundstage, or office until long after dark. And that's the nannies, housekeepers, and assistants who truly are the backbone of our entertainment industry. Now, I can't specifically speak about Brad Pitt's plumber, o Odell Beckham Jr.'s janitor, but there has to be support in place so these folks can achieve greatness. Now, I also want to give it up for first responders and our armed forces because they're heroes too. But when it comes to helping support all the entertainment that we see on our many screens, we couldn't do it without folks like you. Now, if you work in support as a nanny, housekeeper, or assistant for just regular folks, well, go fuck yourself because <laughs> what kind of hero would you be? But if you're out there pruning the shrubs of J.J. Watt or maybe even tending to President Trump's greens, here's to you. You're doing the Lord's work. So thank you as we talk about cloned meat, sour milk, and mindfulness. We'll think of you and block out distractions as we start joshing around. Capable of possessing all the knowledge of the ages yet wrapped in ephemeral packaging, Humans need to be more mindful because while we may not last forever, our lasting footprint on this planet just might. When it comes to things that last forever, diamonds are just a marketing scheme, but plastics might be true to form. Of the 8,300 million metric tons of plastic produced to date, 60% of them are now floating in oceans or held still in a landfill. Yet jokes on us, the plastics we want to save from works of art to artificial hearts only have so long of a shelf life before they start to rot away. Yeah, it seems they'll only hold their form for so long before they take a shape of their own, become too hard or too brittle. From those works of art to Neil Armstrong's spacesuit, creators and art curators aren't sure how to maintain these plastics because for so long they've worked with natural materials. Natural products have recently been fearing for their lives, as is the case with beef producers in America who worry about losing market share to other competition. Nowhere is this more clear than Missouri, where a new law is on the books that prohibits food makers from using the word meat to refer to anything other than animal flesh. The law is meant to take aim at what's been dubbed fake or non-traditional meat, and it's not just plant-based tofu either. Instead, clean meat also known as lab-grown meat, is made of cultured animal tissue cells, while plant-based meat is generally from ingredients such as soy, tempa, or seton. Well, hey, Missouri, good looking out. Thanks for not letting anybody trick me into eating meat-like alternatives made of soy or those other things I may or may not have pronounced correctly. Meanwhile, the FDA doesn't mind that there's cloned meat in our food supply, and no one has to tell us anything about it. Since 2008, it's been true, but don't worry, the FDA, according to the FDA's FAQs on cloned meat, has a risk management plan in place that goes on to say an animal clone is just a genetic copy of a donor animal. Clones are similar to identical twins, just born at a different time. When asked if there's long-term studies on the consumption of food from clones, the FDA says that clones don't put any new substances into an animal, so there's no new substances to test. Besides, it isn't possible to have someone eat only meat or drink only milk, 
doing so would not provide a healthful diet and would only likely cause illness. So why test it, they say. But when asked again, if there's no long-term studies on the consumption of food from clones, why is the FDA concluding that it's safe to consume these cloned animals and their offspring? To which the FDA responds with the same answer. Hmm. That explains why beef prices have remained stable over the last 10 years. And while I may be eating a cloned version of the best steak I've ever had in my life over and over again, I still think I deserve to be warned if I'm about to eat the bovine equivalent of Boba Fett. I do admire the fact that the Food and Drug Administration came right out and said that they can't properly test the beef supply because to do so would have someone only eat beef, which of course isn't healthy for them at all. And if something did come up, well, it was probably just the blame of whatever else was in their diet. This is like when I wondered how long someone would last in a clinical trial where they ate nothing but celery, although it does sound like bordering on cruel and unusual punishment, similar to the way I used to joke about teaching children things that are obviously incorrect, so much so that they literally don't know the difference between their ass and a hole in the ground. But it wasn't until I had children and saw how truly vulnerable they are that I had to think twice about what I was thinking. It was just the opposite of the famed Stanford prisoner psychology experiments in which a certain group of students were chosen to be the guards while another group of students were chosen to be the inmates while the guards went crazed with power and became monsters. The inmates started to lose their minds, but it turns out in hindsight that was all a fraud full of fabrication and improv. Though once I became a parent, I immediately found I couldn't be a prison guard because I loved the inmates, I mean the kids, so much. And like I said, it was so obvious to see how truly vulnerable they are. It's the weakness and vulnerability of children and young adults that makes me second guess a bet I made with a friend when I was younger. Way before I had a family, I wagered that if my son got hooked on heroin, I'd give my buddy the car I was driving at the time. A few things on that here. Certainly, this was way before I had kids and felt the love that only children can provide, and it's also long before I really saw what they were incapable of. Also, this was in the late 90s, way before heroin went from ashy to classy, but to think that my kin could resist temptation is foolish enough. The real joke, though, is the idea of having kids and keeping a car nice. In fact, though my son's just coming of age, my fear of the bed is only part of the reason my minivan's a POS. It's not a matter of money, but more the destructive power of children. For I once visited a cousin who had a beautiful house, a great job, and a pretty sweet ride. But when we opened the doors to his Lexus SUV, it reeked of stale milk. As he collected four old baby bottles filled with sour milk left to steep in the summer sun, he screamed to no one in particular, $60,000 for this damn car and we let it smell like the talent trailer after the filming of a TV commercial for Chick-fil-A. I used to think the poor smelled like sour milk, and that's incorrect. Instead, sour milk is the smell of poor, tired parents. That's also why spilled milk makes you cry, because if you don't clean it up in time, it's just going to add to the overall stench of life. To add to the overwhelming stench of life, Louis C.K.'s back on stage performing stand-up. In honor of his return, I've been exposing myself for most of this episode. I'm just leaving that out there. Not to be indecent, though. The things he admitted to are atrociously unacceptable. That isn't even to say that Louis C.K. and others were even properly punished, 
but after people are punished, they should then be allowed to earn a livelihood. With that in mind, though, we should also warn people of their past sins as well. In my opinion, the best, most efficient way to do this would probably be to have them convey their crimes through some sort of code on their clothes. That's enough of that, though. As someone who suffered through even the slightest unwanted advances, I empathize with all the victims in this crisis. Next time, though, when we go to hashtag a crusade, can we not use so common a phrase? Though it's increased my usage of ditto, likewise, and same here, that's only because I feel awkward and icky every time I attach myself to something by saying me too. While not to the level of meditation, I've been practicing a degree of mindfulness recently with the simple direction, stay in your body, don't get in your head. Use your senses, absorb the world around you, and let it in. If you do get stuck in your head, though, remember, perception can become reality, as the University of Central Florida's football team found out when they were listed by the NCAA in the record books alongside Alabama as 2018 national champs. Well, almost. The NCAA doesn't list national champions. Instead, it recognized UCF and Alabama as the only two teams that finished ranked number one in any of the major polls. While that note's sure to royal some Tide fans, the only real way to settle things is on the field. Much like a t-shirt I saw someone wearing near a football field when I was 10 that claimed, if you can't beat us on the field, beat us off. I'm sure they don't sell that in the school store these days. Just like there's no longer a steakhouse in America that has a motto, you can't beat our meat. Obviously, clean meat and clones would handily defeat any beef from tired old cows. While the FDA suggests a diet of variety, that's probably true of fake internet radio shows too. So let's end this show and get you out of here. Along the way, do your best to protect society's most vulnerable by sacrificing the cleanliness of your life. Be sure your kids just say no, unless the question is whether to subscribe and follow the feed of the guy who cleans Kanye's cars. And remember to stay mindful of the sunset, moon cycles, and the tides, as I do likewise, before this show has a twin just born at another time when we begin joshing around.